Welcome to the Break Free Real Estate Podcast. Hey guys, so super fun topic. How does climate change affect real estate? Personally, I've been kind of worried about this um, and thinking about it when I'm picking where I'm investing. And I know a lot of other investors are. And so um, we wanted to talk about how it could possibly affect climate change. So those of you who don't know, we had the hottest week ever in recorded history on ocean and on land in July, July 3rd through 10th. So as long as humans have been able to recur record the earth's temperature, it has been the hottest ever. Um, so, I mean, where my mind goes is super important markets like California, Florida, um, Anywhere Texas. that's warm, <laughs> yeah. anywhere that's warm, Arizona, like how can those be affected? I feel like it's obvious that at some point they are going to be affected because they're already really hot and now they're going to get hotter. And so I try to think more about northern areas like Montana, um, even sometimes Utah. Utah also gets really hot in the summer, though, or Idaho, the Dakotas. So, you know. I'm starting to play with that, play with that idea a little bit. David is a skeptic. And so we kind of have different beliefs on this uh, topic. Honestly, I just don't think I'm educated enough on the topic to really have a real solid opinion. I, 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 I'm probably skeptical because I'm just not knowledgeable. And I hear data and people talk from both ends of the spectrum about how impactful uh, climate change can be and will be in the future. Um, I guess where I do see like legitimate in my own experience, legitimate ramifications of climate change is in the insurance costs for some of the deals, the commercial deals that we're doing. Our insurance costs on our deal in Houston, Texas, a, you know, a 300 unit plus apartment community in Texas, uh, the insurance costs are very hard to predict year over year and they've gone up dramatically in some markets and in some locations. And in many cases, I just heard a report. I would, I might have to fact check me on this. Maybe someone out there in YouTube land uh, can tell me if there is a report where insurance, the major insurance companies are unwilling to insure a lot of real estate in Florida. Yep. So yep. I heard about that. I can't point to it, but I heard about that. But I will say this. There's a, a report that I'm looking at right now. Axios.com talks about home valuation or housing market valuation based on flood risk. So what they're saying is like, look, there's this inherent risk of flooding in some very specific markets around the country that should be taking into account with property valuations and it's not. And so they're saying that, hey, for example, uh, I'll, I'll, well, I'll just read this piece. It says, a climate housing bubble threatens to erode real estate prices in much of the US in the coming years, posing particular challenges for low-income residents. And they reference a new study. But what they're showing here is states with the greatest overvaluation based on likely flood exposure and damage to the properties between 2020 and 2050. And they say Florida is by far 
the highest on the list. So here's some of uh, the top on the list. Florida, California, Texas, Washington. That one's actually surprising to me. South Carolina and New Jersey. But Florida is by far the highest on the list at an overvaluation of $50.2 billion. California in second place with $17.3 billion of overvaluation when you're taking into account the flood risk in those areas. So I will just acknowledge that, man, insurance costs have just skyrocketed, especially in those coastal markets, in those heat uh, in the markets that experience extreme heat. And um, I know that's going to have an impact on investors. Um, I'm just not sure how realistic this whole climate change thing is long-term. I, I understand that it's happening. I just don't know what kind of long, long-term impact it's going to have on us. Yeah. I mean, I think there's there's enough science that has shown that if you're buying something on or like oceanfront, you probably don't want it to be like real close. Too you, close. <laughs> <laughs> you probably want to have a little bit of a gap. And I don't think that's a, I mean, honestly, if I had the money, I'd be sitting oceanfront right now. <laughs> but, but at the same time, it's like you have, to, as an investor, you have to think about um, risk versus reward, right? And so to me, personally, when I think of the areas like Florida, um, no offense, David, I know, <laughs> I know you're a big guy in Florida, but Florida, California, um, Texas, you know, Arizona, where all these people are moving. And I'm like, okay, so these are Southern, they're close to the closer to the equator. So they're hotter, first of all. Um, second of all, many of those are coastal, right? And so you have these two net, like things that are major occurrences in our lifetime that could really affect your investments. And yes, you might get a higher price for those now, but what are those going to be worth when it's 150 degrees in California, you know, in the summertime, um, maybe a hundred years from now, but still like what's, what's it going to be worth now? It can change, but it's like, historically speaking in real estate, we always talk about like history. And I think those states closer to the equator are always going to be hotter than the states further from the equator. And I think that's just basic science. Um, sixth grade science coming back to me. Um, <laughs> but I even use a tool called climate check. It's free. Uh, climatecheck.com um, and you're able to type in the area or the address of the property you're looking at. Like a specific will, address, huh? Mm -hmm, and it will provide you um, a full report of the climate risks of that area. And I don't think it's necessarily specific, very accurate to that address, but to the city, it's pretty accurate. And it'll tell you your risk with flood risk, your mm. um, heat risk, your drought risk. And that's another thing I haven't even mentioned is drought. What like the hot, the Southern States, California, Arizona, Texas, like they're all on a drought and that's just going to worsen. So I you think know, it's, it's something people need to take into account when they're, when they're buying property and investing. Yeah. 
it's it's interesting. I just read this uh, other piece. Um, it says that in dollar terms, the areas with the greatest property overvaluations are along the coast, which seems to be obvious, where there's an overlap between rising seas, uh, fewer flood disclosure laws, and a higher number of residents. This is the kicker. And a higher number of residents who may not view climate change as a near-term threat. So they're taking into account that like the population is probably leaning um, conservative or Republican and maybe discounting the actual threat of climate change and taking that into account when they're doing this study of overvaluation of property values because people are saying the people that are moving into these cities, particularly Florida and Texas, those are two the two of the three highest uh, on the list. Um, you know, those states are are at least now with Florida leaning uh, Republican and conservative and Texas obviously being in that space. Uh, you have people moving into those areas because they're less concerned about the risk, whereas others may avoid it. Although California is on this list too at 17.3 billion, they're number two on the list. So I'm not sure how that plays out. Anyways, I probably need to spend some more time understanding and learning about the risks of climate change and how it could impact uh, uh, real estate valuations. What I do know is that it has had an impact on insurance costs uh, on yes. those coastal markets and in those uh, heat exposed markets. Yeah. And I would say when, when you read that, I was not thinking necessarily about like political classes. I was thinking just about old people. <laughs> oh, I you know what? Like that's most... actually, that's actually a good point. Maybe that yeah. is a, a, a bigger, poor, a higher number of residents who may not view climate change as a near term threat. So Maybe it's an older generation. Maybe it is, you know, uh, political leanings, probably uh, a combination of a few different factors. Yeah. And even if, even if they do believe in climate change, <laughs> believe in whatever, if even if they do um, realize that the earth is getting hotter every year, then they understand, like, I only have maybe 10, 20 years left. It's probably going to be fine. It's not going to affect me. So I'm going to go and live in Florida. Go live my life. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, you know what, Jocelyn, I'm going to a little shout out to those that are watching us on YouTube. Like, I would love to hear in the comments, like what people think about this idea of climate change and its impact on real estate values. Does that impact where you're buying? Uh, is it something that you're thinking about as you're investing in real estate? Or is it so far out in the future that it's not even something that's on your mind? Let us know in the comments. I'd love to hear it. Yeah. And I would say I don't think it's that I don't think it's that big of a factor right now, but I think it will be 20, 30 years from now and real estate's a long-term play. Right. And so I have been buying a lot of properties in Montana because I know that Montana, Montana is going to become a lot more popular as it becomes mm. more like valuable to live there. Right. And so for me, buying properties in these areas now, 20, 30 years from now, like they might, they when have they're the when they're retreating from these heat exposed areas to cooler climate, that's where you think you're going to get the bump in valuation. 
Oh yeah. I mean, I, you're already seeing it. Like you're, it's already happening. Um, just not like to a high extent. I mean, there's a reason why insurance companies aren't insuring in some of these areas. There's a reason why there's a bunch of websites and businesses that are, you know, like climatecheck.com that are giving you these tools and resources. We, the more it's affecting our lives, the more climate change affects our lives every day, like the bigger impact it's going to have in the future. And so I'm just trying to capitalize on it. And <laughs> Good strategic and, move. And you're young enough that it does, uh, it, it does make sense to be thinking that far ahead for sure. Yeah, it's like if I if I plan on holding a property for, you know, 70 years and I'm in I have a property in California, like that could hurt me. Um in my opinion, like that could go downhill. Not only is California um a super high high priced market, but also um it's going to get hotter and so if you have the the price it's going to be hard it's going to be more challenging for that price to continue rising as it continues to get um, less bearable to live there. And, you know, and then I buy somewhere where it's low, lower price and the climate is a lot better. And so it's just something to think about. I think uh, long term climate change is going to impact real estate and whether it's politicized or not. I don't, I don't think that matters. I think as an investor, you have to be able to take a step back and just look at the facts, you know, and just look at, um, where you could get insurance and what the drought risks are and what the heat risks are and the, um, flood risks. Like there's so many other factors that you need to look at versus just, um, cash flow or return on your investment cap rate. But at the same time, depends on your play. If if you're like most people and you're investing in real estate long-term, then start thinking about it a little bit more. Love it. Awesome. David, do you have anything to add? No, I think that's it. I think we covered it. I'll be interested to hear what people's thoughts are in the comments on YouTube. Yeah, me, me too. Um, that's it for today. For more daily investing tips and real estate secrets, don't forget to visit breakfreerealestate.com and make sure to like, subscribe, and share our podcast. We will see you tomorrow.